this um, past couple of years has affected your style, your musical, your songwriting style, or do you feel it's it, you're still going to be um, along the same vein style-wise and just just the lyrics are, are going to be kind of growing and, and changing? What do you think? Hmm, that's a good question. I think all of the above to a certain extent. I think lyrically, I want to try not to hide behind so many metaphors because I think in songwriting, it's really easy to to have those metaphors and to kind of use them as a shield, I guess. And, you know, oh, that song wasn't about me. I wrote it about somebody else or whatever. And with the book, I I didn't get a chance to do that. It was you know, my story and I couldn't hide behind anything. So I kind of want to bring that into my songwriting as well and just be like, yeah, this is me. You know, this is raw. This is real. Um, maybe a little more edgy, but you know, that's, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you've, you've earned the right <laughs> in, in my, in my mind, you have earned. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with edgy. In fact, the only the only thing wrong with edgy is when you're not edgy and you're trying to be edgy and in from what you've gone through yeah you could pull off edgy you could totally pull off edgy sister <laughs> i hope so i used to try to pull it off when i was younger like i was totally into the the goth thing and everything i'd come out on stage with like my long black hair and like the fishnets and everything and the chains and everything <laughs> and i was like 16 but yeah, not not edgy in that way anymore, but hopefully hopefully I've, you know, experienced a little more to be able to be edgy in my lyrics. Right. Right. You're edgy you're so you're edgy in the soul that it just comes out when you when you <laughs> Yeah. It comes out in your presence. You don't need to dress it. You know, you could you could be in a ballerina outfit and come out and, and play your music and it's gonna be edgy from your experience. <laughs> There's an idea. <laughs> hey, see, I'm, I'm, my, my creative wheels are starting to turn here, starting, starting to churn. Yeah, exactly. Something <laughs> completely opposite. <laughs> right, right. Play that, play the, the counterbalance kind of thing, completely, yeah. completely. Yeah. So, are you still, are you still playing and, um, uh, writing music and and playing music with Jordan? Yeah, we do. Um, we started playing more as a duo, so he kind of switched to guitar, and I play mostly piano and a little bit of guitar, just because, oh, the music industry, that's that's like another whole tangent, but it's harder and harder to be able to afford to play with an actual band live, so we were doing a lot of duo stuff before the pandemic. Cool. You, you guys aren't recording just yet not in studio right now but you have plans near future am i did i hear that right yeah we're actually starting this week and we're kind of doing it as a bit of a different process usually i'll go into the studio and i'll have like everything already we'll have done the pre-production everything have demos and because usually time is money in the studio but that's kind of a nice thing about covid is we've really realized how much we can actually do remotely so it kind of takes the pressure off of like this you know you're constantly watching the clock in the studio because you're thinking oh every hour is costing me x amount of dollars right 
yeah, I don't actually have everything like ready to go, but we're going into the studio. We're going to start recording this week and just kind of have it a little bit more organic, I guess, and, you know, sort things out as we go. So it's, it's cool. It's a little bit stressful because it's not a process I'm used to, but it's also kind of exciting to see how that changes things. Yeah. Yeah. Switching things up is a good thing too. It kind of shakes it, shakes it up a little bit and maybe some new uh, ideas could be shaken out from this process. You might, yeah, yeah you wouldn't Jordan, you and Jordan might come across some things that, that you wouldn't have otherwise possibly. Yeah. That's the hope. Just, you know, try nice. something different because if you're doing it all the same all the time, you know, nothing ever changes. So we'll see, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, based off of the success of the book, do you now have any thoughts of maybe writing another one following up with this one or was this just a one-time thing? Oh God, I don't know. Um, I think it's really hard to say at this point. It's still like sometimes I'll stop and be like, holy shit, like I actually wrote a book. I actually <laughs> um, kind of pulled it off because it was just like this crazy idea. And, and it's kind of like, am I actually going to do it? Am I actually going to have the... <laughs> I don't know, bravery, insanity to share my story with the world like that. So it's still kind of like new for me having done that. And then, you know, focusing on the music a little bit right now, I kind of feel like maybe I'm being pulled in a couple different directions. So we'll see, I guess, when the music comes out, when we kind of plan the the next little tour and everything, how how that comes about. It's definitely not off the table, though. I think it would be interesting to write kind of a sequel of, you know, how things have been going since then in sort of an informative way for people. Like, you know, this process worked for me, might uh -huh. work for you too, or you can adjust it as needed to fit your own situation. But, you know, like this is how I got through it in a more long-term sort of way. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it kind of brought you, brought you kind of, um, it opened up it opened up another door or another window for you to be able to express um some of your creativity mm -hmm. yeah 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 i like i like how you said it it's like you were surprised that you had quote the insanity to actually write <laughs> the book um but that that's like a great first step that it's like proof that you can do it and I think that's brilliant and I think that's beautiful. It's almost like getting in the batting cages and being able to knock a couple out, you know, and it's like, oh, that would have been a home run. I can do this. So next time you get up to plate, yeah, yeah I like that. Just a little bit of success, a little taste of success. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, confidence booster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have that proof of concept. Right, I love that, proof of concept. So are you guys planning to stay kind of more long-term? And I know who knows what's going to happen in the long-term, you know, I mean, it's always, always a question mark. And I'm the last person that should be asking this question because I don't know what I'm going to be doing next month for God's sakes. <laughs> but do you guys have, do you guys have long-term plans to stay in Canada or do you have any thoughts on, on possibly getting back down South America or, or is it one of those, those wherever fate may take us thing right now? We definitely do have plan. well, hopes, 
I guess, <laughs> more long-term goals, maybe put it like that. Even to do, you know, half and half, half is like, I guess another good thing about COVID is the, the whole digital nomad thing. You know, people are really realizing how much we can do from, I guess, remotely or from home or whatever. So, you know, why not go away for a couple of months a year and, and live where, wherever and work from there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like that. Go where the wind takes you. <laughs> go where the wind takes you. I love that. And I've always been a wanderer. I've always been somewhat of a vagabond and such. So the recent increase in, in online communication, online collaboration, things like that is just an absolute blessing for me. Absolutely. Yeah. And if, of course, you know, I'm, I'm sure my son doesn't want me to be too near, but, you know, if, if he needs some help or some support and he decides to go to a music school somewhere, I can go and, and rent a place nearby so he has a place to come and do free laundry while he's going to school or something. You know, get a decent totally. meal. Yeah. I was, yeah. Think, I was just going to say, do laundry. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was in college once. I remember. A decent meal once a week, a little yeah. bit of laundry goes a long way. It is. It's like the highlight of the week. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Well... Heather, thank you so much for joining us today. This was a great conversation. I I appreciate your time so much. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Of course, of course. Um, if it's okay with you, I would love to stay in touch and maybe even follow up um, once you guys are getting close to done with the uh, studio time and the new music. I would love to... Uh, catch up with you on that and maybe talk about it and maybe even play a couple of tracks for our uh, listeners. Would that be okay? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Right on. Right on. Yeah, I'd love that. Thank you. Okay. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Heather Hutchison's book is called, once again, Holding On by Letting Go, a memoir by Heather Hutchison. And I highly recommend checking this book out. It's beautiful. You can find the book. You can also find the music on our main site. It's heather-hutchison.com. And I'm going to put the link into our description of um, underneath the uh, description of the podcast here. I'll make sure that that link is in the descriptor box so that people can just click on that immediately and go straight to your website. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. Of course, Heather. Of course. Thank you. Once again, Heather Hutchison, award-winning author, musician, songwriter, and uh, just overall badass woman who has been through amazing things and has come out the other side better and stronger for it. So get the book, Holding On by Letting Go. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time. Until then, don't forget, drive fast, take chances, Unexpect the expected, and remember, it's all in your head. Take care of yourselves and each other. See ya. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. It's all too much. Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky, and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. Follow our podcast 
like our Facebook page. Whatever floats your boat, just keep listening. And join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, remember to unexpect the expected and that it's all in your head. Take a minute to the whip and then I'm gonna mash on gas. Cause I'll be crushing that impasse with that ass syntax. Skinny mark off with a rough a bucket of slim fast.